All power and glory go to God. All greatness is from God. When a hero stumbles, well, the cowards rejoice. Nothing feels better to a coward than to watch a brave guy fall. Got a story that's behind his tricks And every GM got a story that's behind his picks And when you listen, pay attention to the details You can hear the ocean when you listen to the seashells A newborn taught me wisdom that college couldn't And college taught me how to talk more because I wouldn't Words are sharper, they can reshape your disposition Give out love and don't worry about your acquisitions too worried about the conflict that you pension, but your team is too much for you to carry in your own division. Palms is itching, about to run into some money next. Lord made me slow it down, cause I was surely missing steps. You will step into my goals. Man, New Ginobili, can't nobody hold me. I need change like a gentrified neighborhood, but money ain't the only thing that can keep me straight for good. Bread alone is only good for the physical. Better make sure your soul's attached to your backbone. Verses for your vertebrae, chapters for your shoulder blades, books for my mental state, and letters on my dinner plate. You consume by what you consume, and the fumes from social media can mess up your cool. Clickbait on the internet can ruin your food. But depression ain't hashtag mood. I wanna see the moon when I stare up at the constellations to connect the dots. Vision's very clear, make moves, connect the plots. And return all the earnings to my family. Prayers for my health and for my sanity. Yo, 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 we back again, KRSM 98.9, every Monday morning from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. We got Sid Linus in the house. What's good, Sid? Oh, uh, man. Uh, I, I, been... Whoa, what you mean? Why? What's going on with you, man? Uh, Not feeling too great today, you know what I'm saying? But I'm I'm, 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 I'm rocking and rolling, man. Just, just um... you, You're a little under the weather today. Little under the weather, you know what I'm saying. So, so I got some, I got some hot tea with some local honey, man, and some, um, some watermelon, pineapple, ginger concoction, man. So let, let me let me ask you something. You say local honey. What, what you mean local honey? Where's it from? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's from like uh, maybe Lakeville, uh, somewhere like that. Mm. But but it, but it's, it's local. You have yeah, people have bee farms. You know what I'm saying? They right. Yeah. Did you and you? Do you go to the? Do you go to the bee farms? No, I, I go to the farmers market in Minneapolis, and then there, there's a mm. there's a stand there, and uh, these guys have a dang. I wish I knew their name because I would plug them because they because they got right, right. they have different um a bunch of different types of honey. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So right. Um, 
and, and it, 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 the reason why I started doing it is, is because that like we talked about before. Uh, I went to the doctor and my doctor asked me, do I have like allergies and sinus problems? Because I do. Probably one of the reasons why my th- my throat is hurting right now. But um, right. so she tried to prescribe me something. I told her I really don't like medicine like that. And then she said, um, well, uh, one of the options is you can take uh, local honey. Wow. So that's how I got started getting into it. Yeah. Okay. So, so today, today is a major day. We got Kim Clasic on today. Uh, she's she ran for um, she's a Republican nominee for Maryland District Seven. Uh, amazing person. Uh, you probably saw her on the uh, the View. You know what I mean. You probably saw her on the View, and you saw her um, when she was running for uh, the seat. Her um, her campaign video went viral. You know, it's the the, the video where she's walking in the red dress through uh, 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 Baltimore. You know, it, it's a. Uh, um, I know everybody. I know everybody's seen it. You know, what I mean, we know everybody's seen it. She's been with uh, uh, Trump. You know, what I mean, Trump loves her. You know, um, yeah, man, yeah. We got Kim Clasic on today. We we met her in um, at the uh, at the summit in Miami at the Solutionary Summit. Uh, yeah, man, she great person, great amazing person. Yeah. And we have and we have her coming on uh, 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 later on um, in the show. Okay, let, 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 let's let's hop into something. Let's hop into something. Let's talk about these NBA players. Let's talk okay. about these because I heard a statistic that said that ninety percent of the NBA players are vaccinated. What you think about that? I heard that uh, statistic as well. Um... I heard. Uh, do, you, do, do you do you believe that or what? <clears throat> yeah, I believe it. I believe it. Just because the NBA is is is, is just just like uh, such a progressive sport, you know what I'm saying? Is 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 I I believe it. I believe ninety percent. I believe ninety percent are probably vaccinated or close to it. Okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna go on the record and saying it's no way on earth, no way on earth that 90% of the NBA is vaccinated. No way on it is no okay, let's break this, let's break these numbers down. How how okay, how much percent of the how, how much percent of the NBA is black? Give me the number on that. What's that? Black 80 80% probably. 80, 80%? You think 80 80, 80% not like 85? Okay. Okay, we'll say yeah. 80%. Okay, 75, 70% of New York black people haven't gotten a vaccine. 70% of black people in the United States haven't gotten a vaccine. How on earth can 90% of the NBA be vaccinated? Is 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 no way now. <clears throat> what I will say, what I will say is that these people have greater access to. Uh, I, I, I'm 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 gonna throw this out there. They got greater access and greater capabilities to get these cards and to make it seem like they've been vaccinated. But I know 
Did they come from the same culture that the most of us come from? That and they feel the same way that most of us feel. And I'm when I say us, I mean black people. Most of us feel about the vaccine. I don't care if you're in the NBA, I don't care. You still you still black, so you still hesitant to take this vaccine. You still understand with the government how untrustworthy the government is in America. You still remember these things. You still have these feelings. So I'm thinking that um, LeBron James or whoever, whoever has an agent. That agent has connections to da-da-da-da-da. And you got to understand one thing. <clears throat> these people know stuff, been knowing stuff like this for a long time. You know what I mean? This ain't no. This ain't no. If if uh, if one of them don't want to take a med uh, a medication, or they don't want to, or they want to shoot. If somebody want to be ready for playoffs, they forge you. You know what I mean? They they they. You could do all type of stuff with that. You feel what I'm saying? And um, I just feel like they got greater capabilities to maneuver certain things. You know what I mean? To make it seem a certain way. What you what you think on that take? I, I mean, I mean, I I I, I mean it, that could very well be true, but it, but it, it makes me go back to maybe think why wouldn't I wouldn't say Kyrie because Kyrie's outspoken, but why wouldn't a guy like Michael Porter Jr. um just get a fake card or just have a fake vaccination and still be able you know to why? play everywhere? The same, it's the same reason why we wouldn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. That, that's why I say I get. That, that's why I say I get Kyrie. I get Kyrie. Right. And, I get Kyrie <clears throat> and like Bradley Bill. You know what I'm saying? They, they are more right. outspoken guys. But Andrew Wiggins and Michael Porter Jr. are are, are, are kind of quiet guys. You know what I'm saying? They kind of yeah, quiet uh, guys. So, so, so. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. They. I'm, don't get me wrong. They they could very well be like, yo, no, nah, I'm gonna stand up for it, which is great. But um, but um, they're more so on the quiet side. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, and, you, and, you, you, in relation to Kyrie and Bradley Bill, you're right. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You you're right. You're right about that. You're absolutely right about that. But in the same token, it's more people that's out more outspoken than them who who have gotten the vaccine too. Yeah, yeah, so so oh, okay, so right, 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 right. No, 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 I agree. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 basically, basically, my thing, man. Basically, my thing is like what I'm saying is, I feel like, um, I feel like sometimes you have people who want to stand that ground on because it's even kind of weird with Kyrie. He's even weird with Kyrie. I mean, yeah, yeah, Kyrie. He doesn't want to get it, and he doesn't want to talk about it. Right, right. What, 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 what? You know, you, 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 and, 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 and he doesn't want to talk about it. You know what I mean? But I feel that I feel that some of these guys probably is put on the team. I would just assume if I would assume Golden State Warriors ha- has a high a high clip. Golden State Warriors got a high clip of people uh, being vaccinated. You feel what I'm saying? So yeah, Andrew Wiggins, Wiggins the only going, one. Yeah, Exactly. He the only like bruh, bruh, bruh up there. You know what I mean? Like, like not not saying everybody else ain't bruh, but I mean he the only probably one that's like on come that on. type of junk. Draymond, <laughs> come on. The man name is Draymond Green. 
Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dre. Man, I don't even, speaking of that, I don't even know Draymond Green took the jump. No, he not, they, they showed him with a shirt that had like a, va- like a, a syringe up there. And it was like, it was like, uh, F it, die then or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Saying like, yo, like, like, like I'm trying to get you vaccinated, but if you don't want to take it, then F it, die then. So he had like a shirt on like that, but. Okay, well, well, okay, well, well, yeah, they, they, they Golden State Warriors got that squad, that type of squad, you but know let, what I mean? So I'm not, I'm not, go ahead. Let, let, let me just say, what, what I don't like is, is this, this this first take. I mean, I've listened to a lot of sports analysts, and it's crazy because it, it's, it, it's so crazy how in this country, People can just switch their analysis up very quickly. So now, right. at the beginning of the pandemic, it was all about follow the science, follow the data, right? Right. And then so everybody supposed to follow the data. But then when the data doesn't come back and the way that these so-called experts started would come back, mm. now we're not going by the data. So, so when speech. I, so when I when I listen to Stephen A. Smith and Molly on first take, and they're saying stuff like, "Oh, you should get the vaccine so you can protect your team and protect your um, uh, um, you know what I'm saying? So you won't pass it along to uh, uh other other teammates and things like that." That's factually wrong, according to the data. It's right. factually wrong. Exactly. You know what I'm right. saying? So um is it is it is it okay cuz we had we had a few NBA players speak out we had um <clears throat> uh I think this week we had Kyrie Irving basically saying that it's it's his basically his personal choice you know what I mean it's basically his choice and he didn't rule it out he's he's he said I'm not ruling it out but uh but uh, you know what I'm saying I, I me and my team got to figure out how we going to go forward at this time but here's the weird thing though about New York, and this this is this is the thing about New York and California, and, and specifically right. that San Francisco area. Right. Usually, legislation comes from new progressive. I'm gonna say progressive legislation comes from New York and that San Francisco area first. Whenever New York and that San Francisco area do something first, and it works it trickles down to the rest of the country. So right now, that's right. that's why you have these mandates. You can't go in, in buildings. You can't uh, um, go in gyms and work out. You can't dine in and stuff like that. Those are, those are, those are California, mainly Bay Area and New York City rules, right? Now, here's the thing. If Kyrie goes and play the Warriors, Kyrie can play. If Andrew Wiggins go and play the the um, go and play the um, the the Brooklyn Nets, he can play. They just can't play in their own cities. Mm. So what sense do that make? Right, right. Oh, <clears throat> yeah, man. I, I mean, I I I get it. I get it. We we had a like I was saying, we had a few NBA players come speak out. We had Kyrie Irving this this top of the week. We had, and I think in the same day we had uh, uh, Bradley. Was it Bradley Bill? We had Bradley Bill of the Washington Wizards. Jonathan Basically Isaac. Saying, Jonathan Isaac, you know. You know what I mean? Uh, 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 I, I want to I just want to play a clip. I want to play a clip for, uh from uh 
Jonathan Isaac. What is it about the vaccine that, that makes you uh, hesitant to, to, to get it? Uh, I, I would start with, um, I've, I've had COVID um, in the past. And so our, our understanding of antibodies, of natural immunity has uh, changed a, a great deal from the onset of the pandemic and is still evolving. Um, I understand that the vaccine would uh, um, help if, if you catch COVID and uh, you'll be able to have less symptoms. Um, from contracting it with me, having COVID in the past, and then having antibodies um, with my current um, age group and uh, uh, fitness, physical fitness level, um, it's not necessarily a fear of mine. Uh, taking the vaccine, um, like I said, it would decrease my chances of uh, uh, having a severe reaction, but it does open me up to the, albeit rare chance, but the possibility of having an adverse reaction to the vaccine itself. Um, I don't believe that being unvaccinated means infected or being vaccinated means um, uninfected. You can still catch COVID um, with or without having the vaccine. Um, I would say, honestly, the, the, the craziness of it all in terms of not being able to say that it should be everybody's fair choice without being demeaned or um, talked crazy to doesn't uh, make one comfortable to do what said person is uh, telling them to do. I would say that's that's a couple of the reasons that, um, you know, I would say I'm hesitant at this time, but at the end of the day, uh, I don't feel that it is, um, you know, anyone's reason to come out and say, well, this is why or this is not why. It should just be their decision. And, um, you know, loving your neighbors, not just loving those that agree with you, but hopefully that you are uh, moving the thing with you. It's, it's, uh, you know, loving those who don't. Yo, Harrison, 98.9. Yo, 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 we back again, Kara Sim, 98.9, every Monday morning from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. Uh, don't forget, coming up soon, we got Kim Klasik, uh, a former uh, a Republican uh, nominee um, for Maryland District 7. Amazing person, amazing person. You, you, you're not going to miss this, and you're not going to miss the, uh, we asked her, <laughs> you, you, you're not, we're going to talk about, uh, Grading Joe Biden. We're going to talk about grading yes. Joe Biden. You, 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 you're not going to want to miss this. Okay. Um. So, let's let's talk about um so what what Jonathan Isaac just said. So 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 let, let's break that down. So basically, Jonathan Isaac is saying that, like, <clears throat> he, he 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 at this time he does he doesn't he he doesn't uh feel comfortable taking a vaccine because. He's pretty much healthy, right? He said he had COVID already, right? Mm-hmm. He said he he said he had COVID already, and so I guess he built up with antibodies or whatever, you know what I mean? And he's and and like he said, he doesn't view he doesn't view like if you're unvaccinated that you're kind of that you're like tainted or something, right? And if you're you, you know what I mean? And if you're vaccinated, then that means you're you're not tainted. You know what I mean? He doesn't he doesn't view it like that. You know what I mean? And and basically what he's saying is like, yo, with the good book, man, love your neighbor. You feel what I'm saying? You love your neighbor. You like respect their decisions, respect their decisions, and, and, and everybody doesn't have to think like you do, doesn't have to agree with what you say. You know what I mean? You respect their decision. 
absolutely. And, and, and the thing is this, is, is it sounds like Jonathan Isaac is more informed than a lot of these other ball players. And my thing is this, it's like Damian Lillard. You know what I'm saying? Damian Lillard. And, right. I, and I hate to keep going back to Stephen A. Smith, but I, I, I'm going to do it because his, his ratings are taken. Radio. It's radio. Uh, radio. <laughs> but <laughs> but Damian Lillard uh, uh, made a correlation like, yo, like, I didn't, um, I took vaccines when I want, when I needed to go to school. Uh, 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 um, uh, I took vaccines in order to go to college. I didn't know what was in those. So pretty much, uh, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I really didn't need to know what was this one. You know, you know the doctors, uh, the experts say I should get it, so I went ahead and got it. And it's like, at what point do you do you evolve? You know what I'm saying? How can you just right. be like, I, I can just be like, yo, oh, I took one when I was six years old to go to school. I ain't know about that. So, uh, so now I can, I'm going to just take it and not know about this one. Nah, man, we, we, we have, we have more information than we had back then. There's a lot yep. of information we wasn't privy to. You know what I'm saying? We're privy to more information now. So do your due diligence. And, and another thing about, I want to say about players, bro, they, they can't sit here and act like, Ball players don't don't pay attention to what's going on in their, uh, what they put in their body, because if right. you get caught with a PED, you you losing a bunch of money, you get suspended a bunch of games, and it ain't on the doctor, it ain't on the trainer, it's on you. So miss right. me, so miss me with all this. Uh, um, yeah, I, I'm just taking it. I don't care what go in my body. Nah, nah. So so, go ahead, go ahead. No, nah, I'm just saying. I would say because if that's the case. Then what you gonna do when your doctor give you something that's on the uh, banned substance list and you gotta miss a whole bunch of games? It's, it's gonna fall oh, on you. Okay, okay, okay. L- 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 let's talk. Okay, so Jonathan Isaac, everybody was giving praise to Jonathan Isaac, pretty much, <clears throat> and then Mark Lamar Hill basically said, "Yeah, uh, 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 yeah, his words sound smart to you if you don't know what you're talking about. You know what I mean? If you don't know." Oh, you don't know what you're talking about. That was his words on Jonathan Isaac. And I think that came on the day, right? Did that come on the same day or did that come? Yeah, I think that came on the same the, the same day pretty much. Yeah. And then we found out yesterday <clears throat> that fully vaxxed 42-year-old former CNN host Mark Lamont Hill hospitalized after suffering a heart attack. And it said pul- pulmonary embolism. Pulmonary. Blood clots, pulmonary embolism, uh, blood clots nearly completely blocked my, this is his words, blood clots nearly completely blocked my lungs, preventing blood flow to my heart. So this comes like a short amount of time, a short amount of time right after that. And everybody is saying, because we know Mark Lamont Hill is very pro-vax. You right. know, and and everybody's asking, everybody's asking, is is this because the vaccine? Because he's a healthy forty two year old. You know that he's a he's a healthy forty two year old, and we know that blood clots are a sign of of some of the vaccines, some of the adverse uh, uh, side effects of the vaccine. Blood clots are. Um, I think it, it came from uh, or, or some from Astra, AstraZeneca. Uh, some from Moderna. They had some. Um, uh, I think I heard of some Pfizer 
uh, uh, blood clots too. I'm not sure, but I know uh, Moderna and I know AstraZeneca. Yep. And um, I'm pretty sure. I, I mean, I, I'm I could be. I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I'm pretty sure it's with it's it's with all of the vaccines. You know that you probably can. You're probably at some type of risk for uh, blood clots. <clears throat> but it's so crazy that it happened like that. It is 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 it's so crazy that um it, it's like because what we've been hearing that the the left will highlight is that all of these people who speak out against the vaccine be dying. You know what I mean? Right. And then this week, this week it seemed like a lot of tragedy uh, 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 has been going on with people who actually got the vaccine. You feel what I'm saying? Right. Just like it, it was the, just like it was a lady in, uh, it was a lady in, in, uh, she was a teacher at Notre Dame. She was a teacher at Notre Dame and she, I'm trying to find it. She was a teacher in, uh, Let's see. Okay. Yeah. She was a teacher at Notre Dame. Her name is, she was a former teacher at Notre Dame. Her name is Karen Croke Heisler. She was a 67 year old former Notre Dame professor. And she says, D, the unvaccinated. And she was dead 12 days after the third Pfizer mRNA injection. Oh, so so hers was from the booster. Hers was from the booster. And and it's the booster. It's so crazy because we have we have people playing both sides. So I think if I'm not mistaken, I think the the, the World Health Organization and the CDC is kind of like, yo, hold off on the hold off on the 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 the, the booster. That's what they're saying. Hold off on the booster. And you have the White House and you have the White House and you have the the uh FDA. The FDA, but the White House is saying we need boosters. And you have the FDA saying only boosters for older people. Mm-hmm. And so you got the same evil playing both sides of the game. You feel what I'm saying? They both playing both sides of the game. And it's kind of, it, it's going to be very interesting to see because I, I I believe that a lot of these entities know, they know that with the booster vaccine to older people or to regular humans, it's going to be devastating. <clears throat> so it's like they have to cover, they have to cover both sides. You feel what I'm saying? They have to have a side that says, yo, we told y'all not to do this. Because I think the White House is tanking. No, for sure. And see, see what I'm reading right here is that the CDC director overruled her agency's advisors on booster shots. So I'm trying to see. Mm. see um, CDC chief overrules uh, agency panel and recommends Pfizer BioNTech boosters for workers at risk. Mm. So I think that what's going to happen is is that um, let me just read the CDC's advisory committee on immunization practices on Thursday recommended the boosters for a wide range of Americans, including tens of millions of older adults and younger people at high risk for the disease. 
but they excluded healthcare workers, teachers, and others whose job put them at risk. That put their recommendations at odds with the FDA's authorization of booster shots for all adults with a high uh, occupational risk. Uh, Dr. Walensky's decision was a boost for President Biden's campaign to give a broad um, uh, 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 give a broad segment of America a- access to boosters. The White House had come under criticism for getting ahead of the regulatory process. So I, I'm saying, w- w- um, so the CDC. Uh, but they they exclude healthcare. Okay, so the CDC, yeah, the FDA made it wide range, but the CDC excluded some people. But but still, but I thought the FDA also had an advisory board that said only do it for older people. Yeah, yeah, people. They, they, yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, they they, they did. You but know, they, so they've been changing their tune. Right, right. So so I'm I'm thinking they're covering what what they trying to do is cover all bases. Yeah. What they trying to do is trying to cover all bases, you know what I mean? <clears throat> and they cuz they play on both sides. I think the I think this is what it's looking like. It's looking like the Biden administration you you if you if you understand, they started off calling it the Biden Harris. You remember at first it was the Biden administration, then it, they wanted to make it known that it was the Biden-Harris administration. Now it has went back to Biden again, the Biden administration. Yeah. And I saw the spin is already in. You see that Joe Biden uh, ratings have been tanking, have been tanking, going so low. And I saw in the Hill yesterday, they had... um, um, Kamala Harris, her her approval rating is skyrocketing. And I'm thinking to myself, this has to be a ploy. This has to be a ploy. There's is no reason that her approval rating should be going up. Why? What have she done? That's that, yeah, yeah. That, that's just that's PR. Like, like seriously, has she done anything? Has she done anything to say, "Oh wow, man, I can't wait to Kamala Harris be president." Only thing she be doing is hiding. She's supposed to be in. in she supposed to be the border czar. And the yeah. border is a night. And the border is a nightmare. But 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 check this out though. Do, uh, uh, do you remember what happened on the View? <clears throat> do I remember? What, oh oh, oh go, go ahead, talk about it. Okay, so on the View, everybody know the show. The View, they have two hosts, uh, Sonny Hostin and Anna Nav- Navarro, um, which are two um, people of color. Let's just say I, I don't know exactly what they are, but they're people of color. And um, Sonny has been vocally, uh, uh, um, um, vocally unhappy with uh, the border crisis and what's going on with there, especially um, the Haitians and and. Seeing the people on the horses, the the border patrols on the ho- on the horses with the reins, um, so she's been unhappy. Mm. And so on one of these episodes, they, they were they were ha- going to have Kamala Harris on the show to talk about many things, and probably including the border. And so it was uh, people kind of knew that Sonny was going to, uh, and probably Anna as well, were probably going to ask her some tough questions to really, 
you know what I'm saying, grill her and, and make sure she, uh, you know, really had to account for what's going on at the border. But right. Right, right before the segment that Kamala Harris comes on in to get interviewed, the producer tells Sonny and Anna to leave the set. And so they leave the set. And then when they come back from break, they tell everybody that Sonny and Anna tested positive for COVID. So then they proceed to do the interview with Kamala Harris in another room and then Joy Behar and another lady just on the set interviewing Kamala Harris. Come to find out, Sonny and Anna take two tests right after that and they both come back negative, which means that the first test was a false positive. Right. Now, there's a lot of things wrong with this. Number one, they they shared their test information with the public. There has to be a violation. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. And then also, also, why do they try to save Kamala Harris like that? That's something you got to understand as well. You know what I'm saying? Yep. But yep, Kamala, yep. it seems like Kamala Harris' team is trying to get in front of it because when I just went to Google, it says, oh, Kamala Harris' uh, team is so upset with the view debacle and all this and that. But it seems like to me they were removed for a reason, because because right. at the end of the day, I think they get tested every single day before they even walk into, um, you know what I'm saying, before they even walk into the building. So it's not like right they went weeks without being tested. It's like, <clears throat> no, they get tested every single day. You know what I'm saying? So Right, right. So it, it just, yeah, I, it, it's just a manipulation. It's, it's a manipulation by mainstream media, once again. It, 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 it's so crazy because I think everybody, a lot of people saw through that automatically. Right, right, right. Yeah, absolutely. It look. It, I mean, it, it looks staged. You know what I'm saying? Oh, um, yeah. I, I, go ahead. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm saying I, I, I know. I know it looks staged. See, it took me. It took me a little bit to catch on to what was going on. I just know they rushed off the stage, but I didn't <clears throat> see. I don't really watch the view that much, so I didn't. So I didn't know the narrative. I didn't know the narrative behind the, the, the what was going on. Speaking yeah. of the view. We got uh, Kim Clasic. Oh, what a got, great transition! Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got Kim Clasic coming on, and, and she's going to talk about what happened with her that went viral uh, 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 at the View. Yeah, and I, I want to say one thing before we uh, head to break. If y'all have okay. not seen uh, uh, the PBS documentary on Muhammad Ali, please make sure you go watch that. It's it's an amazing, amazing uh, uh, documentary, and then also. Rodney Ricks Jr. just dropped the album. We're gonna be playing some of that on this episode yeah. as well. You know, some of his songs this episode as well. So, you ready to break? Yeah. All right. All right. KRSM ninety eight point nine. If you only had to worry about yourself, what would you do? Wrapping my hands in thermal strips so I can fight frostbite. Cause it's a cold world and the other side ain't all bright. They wanna be the big dogs, but they inflict small bites. Watch who you barking at. In love with that ride, watch where you parking at. From cars to your chain to your dignity, stolen artifacts. And losing sleep, color is fading like I've been using bleach. Thinking just a couple of winks can help snap this losing streak. 
trying to protect my family and all this craziness Don't know who to trust, give a new acquaintance an alias I'm well aware that some people gon' join us just to knock us off Youngins wanna make a splash, don't take my safety goggles off Never know when they wanna experiment with being tough Nervous Nellies pull a strap, taking your goods ain't good enough Negative Nancy's don't want you in nothing fancy Misery loves company, so them leeches be getting nasty they can't wait to talk you what you work for A different type of elite you want to find a what a first for Cause ain't nothing as sweet as finding out your spirit worth more Than you originally thought they banging on the church door Cause them monsters be chasing and them hearts they be racing More haunted land beer, Oakley and Anthony Mason You live in five but don't realize that it's time that you wasting I contemplate heaven and hell on at least two occasions That's every day and USA up all night With Gilbert Godfrey and no virus to the pre-dawn life Keep living life without the king How we gon' be alright And that's who I suggest you seek So y'all receive y'all sight Instead of groping at the door Blinded trying to force your way in Against the world on pay-per-view Stole on me at the weigh-in This ain't about selling tickets Guess they thought that I was playing Some weak and some are strong They mix the iron and the clay in Hey yo, I'm USA up all night But flipping to ESPN for Friday night fights We might be at each other's throats Like we in Dolan Heights But when the Lord douses the flames And they won't reignite One of the uh, first questions we always ask our guests is to uh, tell our audience about yourself uh, in your own words. Yeah, so my name is Kim Klasik. I ran for Congress in Maryland's Congressional District Number 7 in 2020. Uh, some people don't realize it, but I ran the special election because of the passing of Congressman Elijah Cummings. And then I ran the general election. So we spent the entire year running for office, but it was all worth it. Um, you know, it's, we learned a lot of lessons. Uh, we were unsuccessful in our bid, but we learned, again, uh, what we can do better next time. Uh, we really made, raised our name profile. We brought a lot of attention to Baltimore City and the corruption and I think it took it to a national level, which it had to do, right? We haven't really looked at yep. Baltimore since the Freddie Gray riots back in 2015. So to be able to shine another light on the corruption and just everything that's going on from the crime, the violence, the, the homicide rate, 10 times the national average, the education right. system, you know, we did all of that. So we were excited about that. Uh, prior to that, I actually ran a nonprofit in Baltimore City called Potential Me. Uh, for eight years, we were getting women gainfully employed that were coming out of incarceration, rehabilitation, uh, and then homelessness. So when President Trump introduced the First Step Act, I was excited because I knew right. already how many women are coming out of incarceration and did not have the education, the skills, or any of the training to get a real career so they wouldn't end up back in the prison system. So mm. I was really excited about criminal justice reform. Uh, so when he came out with that, I was like, all right, let's go. You know, so we went right, really hard. Right. And, um, you know, we just never look back. But, you know, like I said, coming up in 2022, we learned a lot of lessons. We left about a million dollars in the bank to run again. And uh, that's what we're going to do. Wow. OK, so 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 what did you what was your what motivated you to run for uh, the Congress of uh, Maryland District 7? What, what 
did you have anything that motivated you to want to run for that? Yeah, so like I said, you know, with my nonprofit, I could see the corruption, right? Um, right. When I found out that there was a youth fund that was for $25 million that they were doing in Baltimore City, and when I found out, oh, sorry, when I found <laughs> out about it, <laughs> when I found out about it, uh, I asked them, I was like, all right, so what programs is it going into? Because I knew a lot of nonprofits that were actually doing the work on the ground. Yeah, and right. so they were giving it to the same old nonprofits that weren't doing the work on the ground, right? The big mm. dogs, right? Yep. The ones with the big names. So I said, all right, you know, let's let's make sure the community has a say in this. Um, and then behind the scenes, it was interesting, City Hall then said, you know, why don't we offer you a part of this grant, almost kind of like to shut me up, to stop spreading light, right. you know, shine light on it. And I yep. said, well, I don't work with kids. I work with people going to work, right? So this is 18 yep. and up. So I don't work with the youth. So how are you offering me money for the youth? You know, so <laughs> right. I was like, that's interesting. But, you know, when I kept digging into it, I realized just how much corruption was going on behind the scenes. Um, back in July 2019, I posted some videos on Twitter uh, just showing all the illegal dumping and the trash piling up on the streets of Baltimore. Uh, President Trump happened to see those videos and reposted them on his feed and was at that time going after Congressman Elijah Cummings. I don't know if you guys remember that. Yep. Or he yep. was yeah. like, what yep. is going on? So those right. were my videos <laughs> and my interviews. And um, so a lot of people kept saying, you know, President Trump was racist for calling it out. But every woman that I interviewed in that those videos were black. And right. he said yeah. verbatim what those women in those interviews said. So it had nothing to do with race. Um, mm -hmm. Trump already knew that a lot of money was being sent to Baltimore on a federal level. Um, and it wasn't getting spent on the things it was getting sent for. <clears throat> and so then I said, you know what? I got to run for the, the federal seat to make sure it gets done. Right. Did, did you did you see did you see the guy? It was a. Uh... It was a guy on CNN. It was a guy on CNN who I think he's from Baltimore also. It was around oh, the same yeah. time. And he was crying <laughs> about what yes. Trump said. <laughs> so what, what yes. did you what did you think about that? Because when I saw it, I'm like, are you is he really crying about this? Like <laughs> right. <laughs> First of all, Victor Blackwell is his name. And he hasn't been to Baltimore since he got a job at CNN. And he wow. didn't come to Baltimore after his whole crying. So oh, I don't okay. know what he's talking about. <laughs> he has no idea what's going on in Baltimore. Right. <laughs> but he had a lot of tears for it, but he didn't talk Yeah, he definitely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was I saw him crying like, oh my gosh, what is going on, man? But, but the, the the thing is that is that like it wasn't like Trump Trump said it like Baltimore has bad people. He was just trying to figure out yeah. like, yo, what's the wh how can we improve this? And if there's there's some right. corruption going on, then let's figure right. uh figure it out. But Another yep. question we have is, uh, so what do you want to see improved in the city, uh, the city of Baltimore? Yeah, so number one to me is, is the education system. Uh, right now, 41% of our Baltimore City High School students have a 1.0 GPA or lower. Uh, we found out through some testing that only 14% of our fourth grade students can actually read. Uh, that is crazy to me. And right. so our Baltimore City Public Schools are failing our students. As you guys saw, you know, many schools were locked down last year because of COVID. Uh, yeah. And then we come back to find out that even though all the grants and everything the city received for COVID and everything else for the ventilation systems, there are 21 schools still without air conditioning or uh, updated HVAC systems. So they actually mm. had to send a bunch of kids home the first couple of weeks of school because they didn't wow. do anything during COVID. Right. Um, now, they're, of course, they're also saying that they don't even know where that money is for them to now upgrade it. 
And would oh you believe God. those 21 schools are in the neglected neighborhoods of Baltimore? Right. So that's number one is education. To me, it's all related, right? We've got 10 times the national rate as far as homicide. Um, you know, when you don't have an education, what do you expect people to do, right? right. You go into right. survivor mode, you end up on the streets. It's just, it's part of life at that point, mm-hmm. yeah. right? They, they feel like they can't succeed in any other way. So they go to the streets to make money that the way they can. And I understand that. So why don't we do something about the education system, which will in turn also help with the crime and violence. Um, we also have a progressive state's attorney. So we have violent repeat offenders that end up back on the streets over and over again. We have to stop that. Um, I know for us, the biggest impediment is witnesses coming forward. Uh, and You know, for us, I think we solved about 34% of crime uh, homicides a year, 34%. That's pretty mm. low, right? But right. we have a lot of witnesses that are afraid to come forward, which I understand, right? It's right. a dangerous yep. situation. But, you know, we should have a, a structure in place where witnesses are not afraid to come forward. You know, something that they can do and they can trust in the system. Uh, but, of course, you know, like many communities, we do need police reform. You know, right. we need to do something and update the training and, and stuff that we see from the police department. Our gun trace task force and other pieces of the department are corrupt. Um, but, to me, a corrupt police department flourishes in a corrupt city. So a mm. lot of things need to change. Yep. Um. So do, do you feel the like the grip loosening uh, that the Democrats have like on, on the inner city? Like when you go into the inner cities, do you feel that that grip that the Democrats always had? Do you feel that loosening up? Uh, it is literally taking it day by day. Uh, right. <laughs> it's, it's a lot. Typically, right. a Republican in, in in where I ran in Baltimore City in that West Baltimore corridor, typically a Republican only receives thirty five hundred votes. Right. Right. Uh, we received fourteen thousand votes in that same corridor. Mm, so it is wow. possible people do want to change, um, but in, in my entire district, we still have seventy four thousand people that are not registered to vote. Right. Um, that's a lot, considering the fact that I only received about ninety four thousand votes total. Uh, right. So if we can get those voters registered and make sure they know their vote does matter. Uh, when we talk to people, they would say to us, look, first of all, you're the first Republican I've ever met. You know, hello. Right. Yep. <laughs> Secondly, exactly. Yep. You know, <laughs> yeah. Thank you for being on the ballot. Thank you for coming out here. Um, right. But at the same time, they'll tell us, you know, I never felt that my vote mattered because right. a Democrat has won for 53 years. And so why mm. on earth do I think that I can make any kind of change? So. We need right. Republicans to also show up in the inner city and stop right. acting as though black people are so brainwashed or on some plantation. That's not the case. We're not right. showing up and giving people an option. Right. Wow. Yeah. And, and that, that's a lot what I show. What we want to do is just show people that there's more options out there than just going into going and checking every candidate. They got D beside their name. You know what I'm saying? So. Right. We're just trying to show a different side. but So you are the founder of Red Renaissance. Can you tell us a little bit more about uh, that pack? Yes, thank you for bringing that up. Uh, RedRenaissance.com if people want to check it out. But basically, we put together a pack because we knew how hard it was to get support from the GOP on a nationwide level. Um, we had a viral campaign ad. We had the most watched ad in history, right? And yep. it came from like 120 million views or something. Um, then we were endorsed by the president, right? <laughs> then yep, we spoke at the yep. RNC convention, and they still did not support us. And so mm-hmm. you have to look at that and say, all right, is it because, you know, my race was in a D-plus-30 district? That could be. Um, mm-hmm. Or is it something that we see on a nationwide level 
where the GOP does not get really behind minority candidates. Um, they hand select mm. a lot of the candidates that they push forward. Um, yep. As we saw in 2020, um, I don't know, a lot of establishment didn't win, right? And right. there were a lot of people that won were more America first candidates, right? We right. saw Burks yep. Owens, Byron Donalds, Madison Cawthorn, Marjorie Taylor Greene. No matter how you feel about any of these people, they weren't establishment. So the establishment didn't win in 2020. Right. And so we have to make sure that we look at that and say, all right, the people are, are voting in a different direction. They're saying we want fresh faced candidates. We don't want the same old, same old. Uh, we want more minorities stepping up in their own communities. Um, the fact that we raised $8.4 million in a race where people knew that it was going to be the toughest win in history. Yep. Uh, the fact that people donated from all over the country to our race just shows how many people in this country want inner cities to make that turn. And so we said, all right, we're going to support these uh, candidates. We have 23 candidates we're supporting right now. Uh, we support them even before the primary. Um, I hate that whole establishment rule is let's see how much money they make first or let's right. see if they get out of the primary first. I mean, yep. how are you going to win that way? Right. Right. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> you know, exactly. so so we're just supporting them now. We're doing rev share emails. Um, the good thing about my race is we had over a hundred thousand donors, right? We had a lot of small donors. Um, so we're able to take those candidates and do rev share emails. So we're actually raising them money too on the back end uh wow. through my my donor list. Um and so wow. we're just making sure that these candidates, most of them are minorities, uh, are getting the same attention that you know they deserve. In these in these districts, I mean, when you look at what happened in Georgia, think about it. The Senate runoff race we lost because they didn't run in Atlanta. Atlanta, Georgia decided the senators in in Georgia, and so because mm. the Republicans decided, oh, we're not going in Atlanta. Black people always vote Democrat. We're not going to waste our time and energy. They lost both the Senate seats, right. and now we lost the Senate. And so right. it's kind of like at some point in time, Republicans have to realize the inner cities. They deserve the same attention, right? Yeah, let me get, go. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I'll just go make a point because um, if you if you would go to like any well, initially me and my brother we're from Virginia Beach, Virginia, so we're from this okay. kind of the same side of the country that you're from. But like D- yeah. DMV, DMV, DMV. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you know if you if you go into like any like barbershop or black barbershop. And you hear like like the conversations that I had in a black barbershop. You would think everybody in there were conservative, and and and, and so when it comes to voting, it's like we all vote Democrat, and it's just kind of like we vote out of our own self interest, and we we vote against things that uh that we actually want for our own lives, and, and, and it's just something that I've been trying to really just find answers to, you know. Right. No, you're absolutely right. And believe it or not, in Virginia Beach area, we have a great candidate named Jerome Bell. Uh, he's running in District 1 down there. And uh, he spent 27 years in the Navy, uh, retired with honors, uh, black man. He's really good. He always talk. you know, he says a lot on Twitter. So it's hard to follow. Him. Like, <laughs> yeah. But he's Jerome. You know, he's yeah. Jerome. That's him. Right, right, and right. So, you know, when they say curse like a sailor, he literally curse <laughs> Right, right. But, but he gets the point across. There's a lot of people that support him. Um, he's getting a lot of people uh, support from people in the Trump organization. So we're really excited about him. Uh, but you're right. In the barbershop, in the hair salon, any, any, even in the church, think about it. In the black church, we talk about conservative values. But when we go vote, we vote completely differently. And, and so I say it's two things. One, 
we've been lied to by the Democrat Party, right? I mean, that's yeah. honest. Really. We've been lied to. But two, and this is what I was talking about, the RNC convention, a lot of Republicans don't even bother to run in these urban areas. So when we right. go to vote, if there's no option to vote differently, it's like, well, then what, you know, what can we do? I, I, don't, right. I don't know about Virginia Beach, but in Baltimore, we don't really have the option. And so right. we have to actually present that option, let people know what we stand for. I mean, it was hard for us because everyone's like, oh, she's with Trump. Trump's so racist. Right. Yeah, um, exactly. We literally yep. had a knock on every door and say, no, this is what we support. You know, look at this criminal justice reform policies. This really correlates to what's going on in Baltimore City. Look how much money on a federal level he sent for, you know, doing something about the drug recovery centers. I mean, yeah. you, you know, you got to break it down. All <clears throat> exactly. The way down. Yep. Um, but that takes time. And so when yeah. people say, oh, well, she didn't win. It's like, well, no, I'm, I'm not going to win overnight. Right. It's going to take time. Right. Um, and that's why we're still in the community. That's why I was on uh, Fox 45 this morning. Uh, we have a bunch of kids. We're signing up for tutoring. Uh, because of the education system, we'll be tutoring kids till December 18th. Uh, Red Renaissance is actually sponsoring that. Uh, we did uh, school uniforms for 64 families uh, a couple weeks ago. And then just last weekend, we had King up from Atlanta. You guys know King. Yeah, I was about to yes. ask you about that. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we had King up yep. to show the kids in the neighborhood how to change oil and change brakes. And he was just talking to them about what he learned as a young man growing up. So, you know, all of this is important to do the ground game. You know, will right. it help us at the polls? You know, we'll see. Oh, okay. So I got another question to ask. So, okay, how how do you factor in uh, election integrity? Like, because I feel like, because I've I seen a lot of people run good campaigns, good races, and they still come up short. And it's always, it's something that seems just not right. So how do you right. factor that in? How, so, so it, it seems like a lot of people could put in, run the best campaign ever, not door to door, and they could still come up short. Like, like, so, so are you trying to do anything like to make sure everything is a fair election? Like, how do you go about that? Right. So, you know, what's interesting is we have a governor that's, you know, Republican in name, but he didn't do anything as far as making sure that there are no unsolicited mail-in ballots in 2022. Right. Uh, so that's very disappointing. We had more mail-in ballots show up than actual voters. Right. So it's like, That's well, how crazy. did that happen? Right. right. And so, so, you know, we wish and we push for that. Um, and then on top of it, we didn't realize in Maryland, ballot harvesting is actually legal. So when our opponent was going to different nursing homes and all these other areas and they were collecting ballots mm -hmm. and helping people fill out ballots, that's actually not illegal in Maryland. Wow. So they were still doing this within the law. <clears throat> And so I had people on my team that were like, no, there's no way that can be legal, kid. We can't do that. We can't play that game. Right. And then we find out after the fact it was illegal, right? Right, so, right. Um, you know, I guess we got to play them at their own game coming up in 2022. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, you know, we got to do the same thing. Right. Our, our governor, <laughs> look, I'm going to fight. Our governor, right, exactly. should, our governor should take that where he can, you know, make it so that it is against the law. Because people should not be able to go into nursing homes and helping people fill out a ballot, right? I mean, that's, right, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. That's yep, crazy, yep. but it's, it's still on the law, but on the books. And so, you know, we have a lot of voter rolls that need to be cleared. Uh, everybody talks about the dead people still voting. And that's yep. because they don't clear the voter rolls. Um, but they mm -hmm. haven't done anything from 2020s, you know, November elections till now to do the clearing. So yep. we've been, you know, we have a whole group of people that's calling the governor's office like every week. <laughs> He's probably yeah. pissed. 
But these are things that we need to go in place, right? And so we have a lot of upset parents, a lot of upset, you know, we have like a whole team of women that are like, you know, Governor Hogan, you need to do this, you know, right, and they yep. love doing it. They don't even it, care. We don't right, ask exactly. anybody. That's good. That's good. But he does need to do it. The good thing about coming up this uh, election cycle midterms, we do have a commission that is nonpartisan. So we've got three Democrats, three independents, and three Republicans doing the redistricting. Um, Mm. And so we're, you know, our fingers are crossed, but the way they're kind of drawing it out, it makes more sense. We're both right. sitting more together as a, a larger chunk instead of splitting it up into three districts. Right. And if that happens, my district will go from a D plus 30 to like a D plus 10, which wow. would put me right there. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah. and so when people say, oh, you know, she ran an unwinnable district and da 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 da, it's like, well, right. now the redistricting is coming in place. We already raised our name profile. We have the money to do it. And now we can just sail right in. So I said, right. you know what? never listen to people that are downplaying these these areas it is always important to run no matter what hello listeners this is said Linus from the let's argue with prince carlton morning show i just want to thank you for listening and supporting our podcast if you want to support more you can head over to anchor.fm backslash let's argue now backslash support and you can give us a monthly contribution of 99 cent 4.99 or $9.99. Your support will go towards more consistent content and informative interviews in the future. Thank you. Um, so how have you been treated by the mainstream media as a conservative uh Republican black women? Uh because you know we we've all saw the uh the view uh clip where uh that was just <laughs> you know that, that was just horrible. Um so so how have you been treated by mainstream media? Yeah, so I mean, it's not been fun uh, for me. You know, when I saw, um, so when I went on the View, just so you know, I I went with the intention of being nice and polite the entire time. Absolutely, like my yeah, mom right. called that morning. My mom was like, "Cam, don't go on there acting all crazy." And I was like, "Mom, I'm not going to do that. I, you know, I'll be respectful." But we had to go on right. the View because, as far as mainstream media, CNN, MSNBC, all those other stations refused to have us on. And so we even hired a PR team to get us on those channels because think about it. I mean, black people aren't watching Fox News. They're not watching Newsmax. So I got to talk to them on their platforms, Mm -hmm. right? Right, exactly. So we just kept trying to go over, um, but they they wouldn't have us. So then when The View kept calling, I was like, look, I know it's going to be like a setup, but Uh, absolutely, (laughs) in front of the people that we're trying to reach, I'm going to go. And so right. we went and um, I tried to be nice and polite. And then I pretended like I couldn't see Joy. I was like, is this Joy? <laughs> is this Joy? <laughs> the same question. This chick is wild. Because she kept asking me the same question over and over again. Right, right. And it was like, you know, they just wanted to keep bringing up Trump, which mm-hmm. pissed me off because it was like, you know, I'm here to talk about what I can do for Baltimore. Right, We're talking right. about bringing career opportunities. And she's like, well, Trump this and Trump that. Look, before right. Trump got in office, Baltimore was doomed. When Trump exactly. leaves office, Baltimore will still be doomed. Right. So I don't really yep. care about this whole Trump situation. Yep. I didn't even talk about Baltimore. So I got to the point where I was just pissed off. But that, unfortunately, mainstream media refuses to have me. I still can't get on CNN or any of those channels today. But when they were carrying the RNC convention, believe it or not, Rachel Maddow actually went to commercial 
when my time came up to speak because they oh already had gosh. the videos beforehand. So they right. already saw my clip. And so they went to commercial. They said, Kim Clasic, da, da, da. They were like, eh, we're taking a commercial. And then they came oh, back after gosh. I was done. It was so shady. But you know right, what? Right, right. It is what it is. I mean, regardless, I think, you know, when we saw the views on the, the campaign ad, people already saw it, right? A lot of right. people saw it, no matter where they were from. Uh, we were happy about that. We didn't buy any uh, TV time for that campaign ad. We were very lucky that it just kind of traveled on its own. And right. that's why I tell a lot of people that are running for office now, you know, you, you might be a new name, but the way the social media works, right. you can literally go viral mm-hmm. and, and yes. take the scene. You know, yes. so I tell people, they're like, should I run? Nobody knows me. I'm like, look, you could have one video that just right. goes crazy. So don't right, ever doubt right. Right. It, it, it was it was so crazy. I remember the first I was on Twitter and I just see and I just see the video of you walking. I'm like, yo, oh, a, a Republican. I'm like, yes, yes. I'm like, wow, it's like it's like something new, you know, and it's so crazy because it, it's like it's like it's a lot of new, fresh, like black faces in the Republican Party. And it's like it's amazing I, if we can build on that. Like that, that'll be, that'll be great if we can do that. Yeah, no, and I say to people that no matter what people think about President Trump, there were a lot of people that are running now that thought, felt they had no chance. And that is because they saw Trump, who was told he had no chance. Mm-hmm, right. Literally yep. step up and win it all. Right. And so yep. I think, and then, you know, even some of his messages, you know, what do you have to lose? I mean, that was yep. real talk. Yeah, real. Yeah. Yep. to lose. By voting yep. for him. And so, yep. you know, there's a lot of people now that I love that are in office. Congressman Byron Donalds, he's actually going on CNN. Chris Cuomo likes him. Yeah, so he says, yeah. yeah, Chris will have him on. And I think that's amazing because we yes. need those voices. And there are a lot of people that respect him, even on the right. other side of the aisle, because of the way he handles himself while yeah. talking to Chris on CNN. And yep. so if we can get more people like Congressman Byron Donalds to, to go over to that other side, to yep. have that other narrative, I think right. we'll really start winning in these communities. Yes, it, it, yeah. absolutely. Uh, 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 speak, speaking of Byron Donald and, and Cuomo, <laughs> okay, close to seventy percent of blacks are not vac are, are not fully vaccinated. How do oh, you yeah. feel? How do you feel the vaccination mandates are going to affect the black working class? It's going to kill us, literally. Yes. Um, I was just in New York City this past week. I was up there supporting a young lady running for city council, Vanessa Simon. Mm -hmm. And so in New York City, you know, you have to have a vaccination card to get into any building. And so we went up there and and we thought she had already got it okayed for the event venue. Um, They needed a vaccination card, too. I'm not vaccinated. And so I, you know, my job and what I got at WBAL and the other radio station (laughs) I get tested weekly and I hate it. Yep. I do hate it. But at the same time, I have severe asthma and allergies. And so my doctor just told me to wait it out a little bit. Right. I get the vaccine. And that's yep. what I'm doing. I'm going to trust him over anybody else. Exactly. And so for me, I was like, look, I don't have a vaccination card. I do have something from my doctor. If you want to take a look at the, the email right. and everything that he wrote out. And they said, nope, you need the vaccination card. Um, you know, no restaurants were letting us in. You're like, you couldn't even go out to eat. You couldn't go into wow. stores. And so it's kind of like, wow, we're really doing segregation on, you know, mm-hmm. vaccinated versus unvaccinated. Right. And so for me, I said, if these restaurants and these areas really wanted to push it and not have these vaccine, vaccine mandates, they could. They could put their yeah. property taxes into escrow and say, look, we're not going to 
get our property taxes out of escrow until you let us operate freely as a business. And they can do that. Um, But for some reason, the restaurants and other businesses aren't coming together to do that, to support the public. Uh, I wish that they would. But to me, this is really going to hit the black community hard. Uh, We don't have that level of trust. Uh, with the government, um, obviously we know why, right? I tell right. people it's not yeah. even about the medicine and Tuskegee experiment. We don't trust the government, period, and we have period. no reason to. Do so. <laughs> Thank you. Okay? Right. I have no reason to trust the government. I have no reason. Oh my gosh! Sorry, my dog's going crazy. I have no yeah, reason to right. trust the government at all, from the public education system to the way they at the project housing to the you know the EBT cards uh, down to every piece of it. Everything, it makes right. zero sense. Yep. And so, you know, people are like, well, it's just a vaccine. You know, it was Trump's vaccine first. And then I, I said, I wasn't getting it then. I mean, I was Thank putting, you. Thank you. I'm not getting it until he said so. Right, and so right. people understand that. But I do, I mean, I'm, I'm okay with getting tested weekly. You know, God right. forbid I give COVID to somebody and they get sick and end up in the hospital. That's not what I want. Right, right, and so exactly. if I'm getting tested weekly, but the vaccine mandates telling us what we can and cannot do as far as with our bodies and our choices. I'm not down for that. Right. Right. It, it, exactly. It, and it's so crazy that the Democrats, they, their famous quote is always my body, my choice. Yeah. And now with something different this time, like yeah. what's going on? Like, I, I don't even, I don't even understand the logic. Like, <laughs> no, I don't understand. It at all, and, 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 then, and then the only thing they can say is, Oh, it's not the same thing. That's, that's all they can say. <laughs> like, that's all they can say. <laughs> no, I know. It makes no sense. But I, this is why I tell Republicans, too. Like, you know, everyone, there, I got a lot of uh, blowback, I guess you could say, from Republicans right. and conservatives. Because when I was running, I never said pro-life, right? I was running in Baltimore City. And we were right. talking about putting the oral contraceptive birth control pill over the counter, right? right. Which, to me, gives women an option before conception. And right. so that yep. was my big push. I can push that on a federal level. That's one of the bills that I wanted to get passed, you know, in the House. Right. And so that's something that I talked about often, right? Mm-hmm. And so they were, the conservatives were pissed. They were like, she's not even mm. saying pro-life. <clears throat> right. She has her daughter, but she's not saying it. And I'm like, that's not a winning <laughs> message in the Black right. community. Like, oh, either you want to win or you don't, right? right. It's right. like, yep. it's not a winning message. But then yep. I tell them, I'm like, look, you can be pro-life. But at the same time, now you're saying my body, my choice with the vaccine. So you right. got to come to terms with it too. Yep. You know what right. I mean? It's, so it's, it's, yep. it's yep. both same sides. Thing. And so people yep. are like, you know, I lost a lot of followers over that. They're like, well, right. Tim, why are you trying? You know, it's like, <laughs> you can't be hypocrites. You can't right, be hypocrites. Right. You got to be honest. Right. Exactly. Exactly. All right, so we, we got a couple more questions for you. Okay, so uh, okay. give give Joe Biden a grade so far on how he's handled COVID, Afghanistan, <laughs> and, and, and the southern border. <laughs> so this is crazy, man. I, man. I give him an F minus. <laughs> I don't even know if you can get an F minus. No, I, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he gets. I mean, oh, this man. is the only president. Think about it. He's only been in there how many months now? He got sworn in yeah. January and September. You know, yeah. he's already the Afghanistan withdrawal is just one thing that you're just like, wow, that was insane, right? Because he right, right. Then said on the, on the back end, oh, we got this evacuation mission. We're trying to evacuate as much people as you never plan to evacuate anyone. That's why you got the troops out of there and you were going home. You yep, were packing right. up and going home. 
And so, you know, they left the weapons over there for the Taliban. They armed the Taliban. I mean, how could yep. you imagine? While they're pushing gun control here in the United States, you mm -hmm. left a bunch of guns and all kinds of stuff for the Taliban. <laughs> like, right, it exactly. Then you got the border wide open. I find out yesterday, underneath that Texas bridge, the number, the total got up to 30,000 people. They wow. finally released that number because we kept hearing 15,000. Right, yes, it got yes. 30,000. And so they took a lot of people, you know, basically dispersed them across the United States. They're not being tested for COVID. Meanwhile, our kids are being masked in school. We're told that we have to get the vaccine. These individuals aren't even being tested. They don't need a vaccination card to come across the border. They're just being dispersed anywhere. And so right. it's interesting to me. It's like the Biden administration, everything that they have tried to pull back as far as a Trump policy showed exactly why it was in place. Right. right. It showed why he had the remain in Mexico policy in place. It showed why building the border wall was so important. Uh, it showed why, you know, they kept talking about defend, uh, defunding the police. We did defund the police here in Baltimore, and crime and violence went through the roof. It got even worse. So our right. mayor defunded the police by $28 million. He had to refund the police the very next year. But in that time frame, he lost a lot of people in the city. You right. know, So it's like everything that they're pushing on their end makes absolutely no sense. And then we see Joe Biden getting another booster shot with a mask on. I'm like, Is well, it... what? Does this work? This is it's embarrassing. Like, why are we doing this? It makes right. no sense. It makes no sense. They got, you know, the spending. Think about it. They're putting over another trillion dollar bill. Now they want to increase the debt ceiling. The Republicans are voting on it today. I mean, it's crazy to me. It's like they just don't care at all. Um, it's wild. I don't know how the, right. they think we can keep operating this way. Um, right. And of course, in our schools, our kids are being educated. They're changing the curriculum. Yep. To where they're not going to be successful in life. Um, yep. So if I had to say, yes, the Biden administration gets an F minus. I mean, I can't believe we got three more years of this to go. Oh um, three gosh. more? It feels like he's yeah. been in there for eight years already. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so last question. Okay, so so what's next? What's next for Kim? What's next? Yeah, so we're going to keep pushing the pack. Uh, obviously, it's a leadership pack. So I can't actually announce as a candidate myself it's FEC ruling uh, because of it. So we're not going to see anything until late November anyway with the redistricting. Uh, by February, we have to basically get in the race, you know. So then by then I'll have to, you know, separate myself from the pack, you know, run, hopefully again in District 7. Hopefully the redistricting has it in that, you know, way. But I think it should. Right. Uh, but we're going to run again. Uh, we'll continue to support those candidates across the country. Once I get in the house, like I said, I'm going to be passing that bill, uh, allowing uh, the oral contraceptives to be over the counter. That's something that we should have done in this country a long time ago. 35 right. countries already do it. Um, right. And I'm going to keep pushing for, you know, better things in the education system, uh, better things for the prison system. So we don't have the school, the pipeline, uh, school to prison pipeline that we see in Baltimore City. Uh, and then, of course, bring career opportunities to, you know, areas like Baltimore. We have the right. second largest port in the country. We're not utilizing it. Mm -hmm. We saw during the pandemic that we had to rely on other countries for PPE. We're going to bring that billion-dollar medical equipment industry right back to the Baltimore City Port, make sure that we have paid career training for all of the individuals that live here. And we're just going to get people to work. Real careers, you know, real benefits right. with these careers, real salaries, you know, right. improving the education system and finally being the best city that we once was. Wow. 
Yeah, we we did. Do you have anything you want to promote? You have anything you want to promote? <laughs> oh, maybe the the, uh, the Red Renaissance uh, website again. Oh yes, yes. redrenaissance.com. I got a SoundCloud. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 I got a new CD. I got a new drop. I got a new drop. Again, right. we appreciate you thank for coming you. on. Thank you. And it was thank nice you. meeting you in Miami. Thank you very nah, much. Thank you. A- a- anytime thank you, you want to come back on and speak to the Twin Cities audience, you can come back on. Yep. Yep. Oh, yes. Thank you. Right. I would love to. Much. Hopefully, I'll be up there to visit soon. That, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, get in contact with us, <laughs> yep. please. Yep. All right. I will. I will. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye bye. That was an interesting story. Bird uh, information has just uh, come to us that the winds have diminished. See the goalposts and the ribbons up top of the posts themselves wiggling in the wind. So, a very confusing situation. And the Rams lost a golden opportunity to get something on the scoreboard. Twinkle, twinkle, gambling, wishing on the dice, but in the twinkling of an eye, we gon' be just like Christ. Glorify, Lord, provide, catch me before I hit the ground, juggling a bunch of issues, bout to lay my burdens down. Whether you live in the ghetto or in a suburban town, if you looking for the Lord, you listening for a certain sound. Trumpets blast, stained glass windows on my residence, point at the speck that's in my eye, but won't address the elephants, hanging out in the room that they want to overlook, but I ain't gon' deny a thing, I've always been an open book, turn the page, see what's Next, first tell me what you expect Cause if you trying to read my life You might end up a nervous wreck Cause at the end of the day I got an answer for my own Life can be a bumpy road Carriage on the cobblestones Betting on a horse race Bundled in my north face Bell money for my cousin Got another court case Same old story Really wrong time, wrong place Maybe gotta learn this lesson Pacing in a small space Guess I'ma try to help Maybe I'm enabling Sometimes I reach a point When it's not prejudging or labeling But calling it just what it is Got to work with what we got Gonna stand before the Lord one day Whether you agree or not Say my prayers now, don't wanna close my eyes without it Storm is coming through the night, hope I live to tell about it Winds blow, waves crash, used to fret in days past Good, the bad, the ugly, cause we all part of the same cast Some just hold to the cold, don't ask if you ever ask Take a chance, it can mean your soul on ice like Raz Cass Buzz will probably rough house you, take the camera off the dash Time making them wet their pants, grown men with diaper rash Ain't even scratched the surface, they don't really know to have Chains like we in a zoo, standing out like a giraffe Targets on their own Back, kinda hard not to laugh. Don't realize they worship money. It became the golden calf. Going back downtown, fingerprints and autographs. If you see me cross the street, you know I'm on that narrow path. Hustling on a holiday, don't come with time and a half. Can't see that they worship money. Dope became the golden calf. Chains like we in the zoo, standing out like a giraffe. Targets on their own back, kinda hard not to laugh. Don't realize they worship money. It became the golden calf. I can't sleep at night
from sunset to sunrise They can give your I reputation black eyes life. The white lies Walk a mile in my kicks Regardless of the right size Eternal life for earthy riches Trying to pick the right prize What's there to think about? The beef and led the drive-bys Obviously ain't talking about the kind of five guys You serving fiends in front of the Captain D's and Popeyes To hit the corner store for a soda and some hot fries I just want better for you Every limit, you gotta push it Some salt and pepper for you Once you find yourself in they system A scarlet letter for you Used to tell me you can't trust them preachers And it's duly noted Now when I ask you to go to church Your excuse is COVID I ain't asking you to trust some random man By any means I'm asking you to trust the Lord Like you trust those amphetamines We used to rebel against the Lord in our ignorance Now what's intelligently done That's the major difference People go out of their way to act against the Lord's wish Devil mount your soul on the wall Just like a swordfish He's a crafty one Open my head like leapfrog But running from my past And how me panting like a sheepdog Follow my lead, dictate the speed, take a L and then return to the floor like Willis Reed. Every day is like a game seven, trophy is attaining heaven. Streetwise disciplinarian like them James Evans. They trying to kill my character, maybe they feel threatened. An innocent man can see the cops, but he's still jetting. And they gon' ask him why he run if he had no reason. The answer's simple, hunting brothers in and out of season. I can't sleep cause it's so much for me to pray for. But it's my role I play, it ain't a thing that I would trade for. Spread God's word. Through this music, what I was I made for All your trust and money and guns What you afraid for When the beef is spiritual, you in a different league And God has got a plan for me That's why I'm always under siege Life is just a jungle, man That's why I'm always in fatigue Go to war for you, but not to hell That ain't what we agreed Bro, you got a friend in Jesus Just like I, I do It's just some things in life We gotta vow to say goodbye to Goodbye